100.3 WRB Karen Vaughn, DJ J Ski. Hey. Dr. Ian Smith is in the building. So we were just talking about you played, you know, the Shaka Khan, Do You Love What You Feel. One and of my favorite songs ever. Yes. For real. Yeah. Us too, because it took a, took us back to the roller skating days. Right. Yeah. You know, and now you're playing, what, playing a rock? I mean, similar. It was called 122, because it's 122 beats per minute. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic, okay, okay. classic breakdance, jive rhythm tracks. It's the official title well, well, for all my DJs. This yeah. Is, this is one of the roller skating songs. Yeah, too. yeah. moonwalk yeah, to yeah, it real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So that was a great memory to have. And as Ian is having memories with his new book, The Ancient Nine, guys, pick it up in stores now, as well as you can go online and order it. You know, we've had a, uh, a quick conversation on Instagram Live on my page, at Karen Vaughn. We're actually still on. So if you want to ask questions, if you want to say hello, jump on, do so definitely. This book is 20 years in the making, Ian. Yeah, I started writing it when I was in college. It's mm -hmm. about my experiences in one of Harvard's elite secret societies. They're called Final Clubs. Mm -hmm. These clubs have been around since the 1700s, and you know about the Yale Club. Well, Harvard's right. are older. And, you know, as a Af young African-American dude who came from a very working blue-collar family, I got invited or punched, is what they call it, to join one of these clubs. Mm -hmm. And it was crazy. So I knew way back as a senior that one day I wanted to tell this story and share the story about what happens. First of all, the process of getting in. And then once you get in, what happens? Yeah. So you find out something new about your friends every day. <laughs> you didn't know I was in the I, I did not. society. Did no, I, I did not. And, and as you said, I, I, I can reference the, the Yale clubs. Um, I didn't have a family member that was in the club but, but worked there. Because, right. you know, most of us did. Mm -hmm. Um but wow, man! This, yeah, this, these these clubs are, if you don't know, they're they are uh, they are secret and very powerful. So why don't you explain to everybody exactly what a social club is yeah. for those that don't know? So these clubs they own these huge mansions around Harvard Square, fifteen mm -hmm. million dollar mansions, which are the clubhouse, owned by the members and the grad members, not by the university. Mm -hmm. um, and they have ballrooms and dining rooms and staff and servants, and it's really crazy. It's like from another era. Mm -hmm. But this book begins in nineteen twenty seven. When two kids are trying to break into the Delphic Mansion, and one of the kids disappears. And people, students for a long time have tried to break into these clubs because of the treasures that they have the club, the room, yeah. artifacts in there. And so, book starts off 1927, kid disappears. Fast forward to the 80s when I was there, and Spencer Collins, who was me, mm -hmm. um, is being punched. Or in the middle of the night, an envelope is slipped under the door to him, and he opens it up. And there's no postage, no return address, just his name on it. And it uh, invitation, it says, the president and members of the Delphic Club invite you to a cocktail party with an address mm -hmm. and so spencer goes to this cocktail party he has no idea what a cocktail party even is by the way uh, and i didn't um and he finds out that these are some really powerful wealthy people who are keeping secrets in this very famous secret society mm. so you know as the secrets i don't want to give away the book but yeah. as the secrets are revealed mm -hmm. are it, it's very close to your life because at the end of the day you you, you are spencer right yeah i'm spencer so and knowing that this is a secret society and knowing that you're kind of revealing this world to everybody from your point of view, mm -hmm. you know, what was going through your mind when you were actually like getting ready to release it? Because you already wrote it. Yeah, right? I, I, I've been working on it for a long time. You know, I, I, I had some, you know, thoughts about whether or not how my brothers who I'm because once a member, always a member. Yeah. So I thought about what they would say because I'm revealing some of our secrets. But I just thought it was important to get this story out. Very few African-Americans are members of these clubs. Exactly. Women are not allowed, but that's, mm -hmm. that may change this year. Mm -hmm. But this. This story is also about two of Harvard's oldest books. One book was in the private library, King James I, mm -hmm. and the other book was the last remaining book of the John Harvard collection. All of his books burned in a fire in the 1700s, and one book remained only because the student who took it out from the library forgot to return it. 
Wow. So Spencer Collins, who's me, is trying to piece together the student disappearing in 1927, these two famous books, and the name of the book, The Ancient Nine, is really a group, a shadowy group of men who are hiding all the secrets in the club. Wow. And maybe that fire had something to do with it as well. Mm. See? You're already okay. getting there. You're getting there already. Right. I feel like... <laughs> so, so, okay, let's go back to Ian. Uh, you are a senior in college. When I was punched, I was a sophomore. You were a sophomore. Yep. Okay, sophomore in college. You're in your dorm room. You know, you're listening to what? Guy I like I or something sleeping, like that. You were asleep. But Guy was my band back then. Okay. And you and you in this this paper slides under your door or you see it there and you open it up. What's the first thing that went to, that came to your mind? I thought that this was a typical Harvard nerdy club mm-hmm. that was asking me to some cocktail party and I wasn't going to go because, you know, I knew it would be kids trying to play like they're adults. So mm-hmm. I just put it to the side. I didn't even like think about it. And then two days later, I was at basketball practice. And after basketball practice, the upperclassmen said that this is punch season, which means that this is the time that the private clubs start inviting members to potentially join. And so I was like, and they mentioned the name, the Delphic Club. And I was like, that rung a bell. I mm-hmm. raced back to my room. I still had that invite. And the Delphic Club was one of the societies and had invited me to the cocktail party. Was it that night? Uh, no, no, no. It was like two weeks later. Two weeks later. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you were on point. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> And in the book is a love story. So mm-hmm. Spencer Collins falls in love with a dining hall worker, a girl, and uh, she wants nothing to do with him because she thinks he's a stuck-up Harvard kid, and he just can't get her out of his head, and so he pursues her the whole book. Mm-hmm. So that is inside of this mystery of him trying to solve the Ancient Nine. In fact, on our Facebook page, if you can solve the mystery of the Ancient Nine, you could win 2500 bucks. You know, you, you, you're always giving. I like to, because <laughs> well, this saying? is fun, because it's a mystery. Yeah. yeah, so go to our Facebook page, The Ancient Nine, spell mm-hmm. nine out. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the page and follow it. And hit me up on Instagram at Dr. Ian Smith. Spell the doctor out. Mm-hmm. I-A-N Smith. And he'll, he'll, uh, hit me up, and uh, you'll see what the question you need to answer. But it's mm-hmm. a fun book. People mm-hmm. like it. And Matt Damon, I told you, was a member. Yeah. Matt Damon was a member of my, of my club. He was the year behind me. You also say Kennedys and Roosevelt. The Kennedys, the Roosevelt, Supreme mm-hmm. Court justices, governor, you name it. Mm-hmm. The Aga Khan, Jack Lemmon. Everyone, you, you know, and you don't find out right away who's been members, but then you look at, like, the directory, and it's like, holy cow, this guy was a member, he was a member. It's crazy. So, you know, not too long ago, like, there was an article written in the New York Post um, from the facility committee recommendate, recommend, recommending that Harvard ban their elite social clubs. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on that? Harvard's been trying to ban these clubs and, or open them up for years because they don't think the clubs reflect the diversity of the university. So mm-hmm. they're right about that. But the problem that they have with it is that the clubs are owned by the members. Oh, it's not wow. a university building. They mm-hmm. don't own the land, nothing. The clubs own all this themselves, and they're rich. The richest people in the world are members of these clubs. So the university has tried to apply some pressure. For example, uh, you can't you know, be a captain of a varsity sporting team if you join a club. You can't hold a student government office position, uh, and you can't get scholarship recommendations, like let's say for the Rhodes Scholar or something like that. So they're trying to use really? leverage, but... You know, I think the club should open up. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's 2018. This isn't 1818 anymore. Right. But, you know, it's it's a tough road. So the clubs right now, this year is very pivotal because the clubs are debating, the members are debating uh, whether or not they should open up. I'm for opening up the clubs. I, I, I would agree to women. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So everyone, this is a different era. This isn't the 1800s. Right. You know, women and blacks weren't in the clubs in the 1800s, 1700s because we weren't part of the school. Right. But we're now part of the school. And in fact, when I got into my club, the first black guy got in the mid seventies. I looked and found him on the picture, uh-huh. and I was like, dude, he had a big fro, and I was like, man, I wonder how it was to be the only black guy to get into this lily white, you know, elitist club. I, you know, I, I would love to meet him one day, but I, he didn't have his name on there, so I can't, 
So if someone knows the first black member of the Delphi Club at Harvard, let me know. <laughs> so you guys can link, because I'm sure that you guys have some stories that you can tell. That's right. That's right. And he can learn from you, and you can learn from him. That's right. Because you, right. you've had you know amazing success with uh, writing books, and this is your second novel. Your first novel was actually your first book. Yeah, yeah, The Blackbird Papers, yeah, uh, Blackbird which, Papers. which is a, a murder of a, of a Dartmouth professor up in Hanover, New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, yeah, so I like crime fiction. No, people don't know that. I love crime. I would say we, we, love, Netflix, a, we love a mystery. Yeah, on Netflix, I love mysteries. I read and write mm -hmm. and watch all the time. Well, you know, as you keep us fit, yep. you keep our minds going as well. So That's I'm right. going to try to figure out this this mystery in this book. Yeah, win $2,500 cash, y'all. It's easy. Well, I shouldn't say it's easy, but you can do it. No one's won it yet. So go to okay. our Facebook page, The Ancient Nine, spell nine out, and hit me up on Instagram, at Dr. Ian Smith. And you know what? Have fun. This is a fun book. People say that they can't stop reading it, so... I'm happy they feel that way. Awesome. What's next? What book are you um, writing now? I'm writing Clean and Lean, which okay. is a 30-day program in April mm -hmm. uh, to get people to be leaner, um, lose weight, but I like to say be leaner um, and eat healthier. And then next fall, I'm writing another crime fiction book, which is a private investigator series based in Chicago. Oh, wow. Chi-town. Chi-town. <laughs> always where you are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you always focus on, on, on where you are. I think that's really cool. I'm going to need a Connecticut book one day and a Philly book. It's, okay? it's coming. Okay. It's coming. <laughs> Philly's my second home, so it's coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Well, anytime you're in the city, you know, come through, say hello, hang out like you always do. You always, you, you always show me much love. We've known each other for a long time, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate you and how everyone loves you. Everyone Aww. loves Karen Vaughn. Everywhere I go, they talk about Karen Vaughn. So Aww. you are well-loved and well-received. Oh, thank you, and likewise. Thank you. Appreciate you. Stop by anytime. All right. All right. Coming up for you, another 50 minutes of nonstop R&B. Don't move.